WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/wnyc and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is All of It. I'm Allison Stewart. The plot of the new movie Inside is straightforward. An art heist gone wrong leaves a thief trapped. The themes of the movie Inside are more complicated. The film examines isolation, desperation, and how art makes us feel and what it can lead us to do. In the film, Nemo, played by Willem Dafoe, breaks into a high-end, Internet of Things-laden luxury apartment with expensive art everywhere. It's unclear if anyone actually ever sees the art. The owner seems to be AWOL. But when there's a glitch in the apartment's tech, Nemo finds himself trapped, locked in this palatial art palace with no way out. The environment is extreme. Yes, he's surrounded by great beauty. But when the apartment systems go crazy, one moment it's 106 degrees inside. The next it's cold. He can only think about survival, despite his extraordinary surroundings. He is needs, water, food, companionship. He needs a way out. Inside is in theaters on March 17th. And with me now is actor Willem Dafoe. Welcome back to the show, Willem. Thank you. And good, direct- to-, good to see you. And director Vasilis Katsupis. Did I get close? Yes. Great. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Leonardo Bigassi, who served as art curator for the movie. Leonardo, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Very happy to be here. So, Willem, the film begins with this VO from Nemo telling a story about when he was a kid and someone asked him about three objects he'd save if there were a fire. And he says his cat, his sketchbook, his ACDC album. And then later on, he says cats die, music fades, but art is for keeps. What does this let us know about this person, Nemo? Uh, He has a relationship to art. He appreciates that art is eternal. Uh, At that point... Uh, there's a reprise of that um, at the end, and it means something quite different. But in the beginning, it just kind of lets you know he has an interest in art. The interesting thing is you know very little about Mimo, and from my point of view, the story really starts when uh, he gets locked in. (laughs) I had no interest in knowing anything about him before that, and uh, because he's... The character, his character is really revealed through the actions. This is the set in the movie is this apartment, um, which is industrial, huge. Uh, it almost seems to get bigger as the movie progresses. <laughs> what did you know you wanted this apartment to look like and why? To me? Yes. Oh, oh, I re- yes, I, I really wanted um, this apartment to be really big. And uh, for my main character, for, for Nemo, to feel very small inside this uh, huge apartment. So uh, as we move in the, in the story, I, I think we get closer to him. The camera gets closer, closer to him. So that's my 
uh, make you feel that the apartment becomes more uh, bigger and, and and bigger. I'm a very big fan of uh, brutalist architecture, and I think that uh, uh, I mean it's a luxury apartment, but that it's also it's a it's a it's austere. I, I think that this. Um, works very really nice and also uh i wanted to make this apartment uh, to um for the for the art collection to stand out because being uh, on in minimalist apartment the art collection is standing out so all the apartment the art collection um reflects the character and the and the personality of the absent one of the owner so that was the whole idea behind it Leonardo as the curator tasked with creating this this world, this gallery, this apartment. What were your goals? Was there a specific kind of art that this absent collector would collect? Yes, absolutely. I was responding to the vision of Vasilis and Giorgos Carnavas, the producer, in creating a, an apartment that is on the one hand uh, sort of communicates a very sophisticated and and uh, and. Uh, knowledgeable taste of the owner because the owner is an architect so obviously he's uh, he knows what he's buying he buys for his own personal taste a very specific taste that moves from uh, abs abstraction to to very politically charged uh, uh, images uh, and at the same time the 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 apartment needed to communicate a very clear uh, vision of of a wealthy man a man that likes to host uh, people in his uh, in his beautiful apartment and to and to show his wealth. So the the combination of works of very established artists and and young upcoming artists was going towards this direction. Right. So he's somebody who could afford a Jenny Holzer, but then he's also going to be really interested in some upstart. Absolutely. That's that's what happens when you have a very knowledgeable collector. Uh, I don't know if this is for the group. I'll I'll start with. You, Leonardo. Does this man collect art because he loves it, or is he collecting it to have it? I would say because he loves it, uh, and then it's always a combination. I would say, you know, every collector buys because there's a there's an urge sometimes to su support uh, the artist, sometimes to, but then there's a there's always a sense of ownership. There's always a sense of uh, unicity that becomes yours. Willem, how would you describe Nemo's relationship to the art initially, once he realizes he's in here, and maybe he thinks he's going to get out soon, and then how his relationship with the art in this apartment evolves? Okay. Uh, in the beginning, he's an art thief. He's uh, <laughs> going to take some uh, Egon Schiele's and split. <laughs> <laughs> he has an appreciation, but he's not really checking it out too much. He's got a job to do. When he gets closed in there, uh, for a while, he's, uh, he's concerned with other things. But with time, he starts to interact with the art. He starts to practically uh, keep him company. It's something that he looks at. It's something that uh, kind of corrals his thinking. And then he starts to actually interact and uh, draw in it and draw alongside it and starts to make things himself. And what's interesting for me is it starts out as a practical thing, but then it serves a much deeper purpose. It's really almost something that it's the thing that actually makes him survive. He is trying to reach a skylight and ends up building this tower, which almost ends up looking like an installation piece by that's the, right. <laughs> by the end <laughs> of the movie. That's, a, that's exactly a good example of that. It starts out as a practical thing. 
And as he does the actions, he doesn't have a consciousness that he he's building something that could be a piece of art. There, th- that distinction isn't important. But mm. we clearly see, next to everything else, it looks quite in line with everything else. Vasilis, how are you thinking about shooting the art on camera so that it would be a a co-actor with Willem playing Nemo? Um. Yes, uh, I I think it comes naturally when you have this uh, beautiful art uh, in your in your set. It, it I mean it comes uh, really naturally to the to, to show it uh, from through the through through your camera. Um, but also for me, it was important how how I could achieve and enhance this dialogue between Nemo and the and the artwork through my through the lensing. So I think it worked uh, pretty pretty well, and uh, the composition also uh, needed uh, the com- the composition of the frame always have had to to be in that way that it can enhance the artwork, but also show the psychological situation of the of of Nemo. Leonardo, as an art curator who's tasked with doing this, um, at one point, the art, um, Nemo, as he starts to lose his grip, starts to destroy some art. Uh, and he just pushes over a big photo of a man who looks like he's duct taped to a canvas. And he's like, I'll free you, big guy. Uh, what was it like for you to see art handled this way? This was a conversation that we had since day one with Vasilis that uh, the the destruction of art only happens because of survival purposes. Uh, There's never an act of vandalism that Nemo does against against the artwork. It's always either a practical use that he does of the, for example, when he uses a sculpture of Lynn Chadwick to open the, the cellar of the fridge or uh, you know, for his psychological survival, you know, he pull, pulls down that beautiful uh, photograph of Maurizio Cattelan, which is such an iconic piece where he pasted his galleries to the wall with duct tape, uh, predecessing the famous banana that created scandal in Miami. Um And because he's been having a dialogue with this man and because he cannot free himself, he feels he can free that man from that from that situation. So I think it's about this. It's it's never pure destruction for the sake of destruction, but it's destruction to create something else. I might add there is one act of vandalism against the photograph. The portrait of, of the 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 owner of the house. <laughs> the photograph, yeah. Not too happy with him at that point. But the photo- but we can add that the artist that was a direct commission because there are some works that were commissioned for the film, which is another kind of extraordinary possibility. Mm. The artist that uh, made that photograph was extremely happy that you draw on top of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> what has happened to that photograph? I'd like to know. We should know. We should know. <laughs> Albrecht. Uh, Albrecht Fuchs. I'm. I'm. I'm, uh, his name. I'm. I'm a co-artist in that, right? Yeah. It's, okay. now, it's now a full collaboration, like the one with Andy Warhol, Clemente, and Basquiat. <laughs> we are discussing the film. Inside, my guests are actor Willem Dafoe, director Vasilis Kasupas, and art curator Leonardo Bigazzi. Uh, Willem, as the film progresses, Nemo uh, is trying to concoct ways of getting out, but he really starts to break down. Um, physically, he breaks down. His mind starts to break down. As an actor, when you were thinking about this, what, are you th- what is the moment that really breaks him? The moment that just cracks 
makes them cry. Uh, you know, I didn't think in terms of that moment, may, maybe that exists, but you know, it's all pearls on a string hmm. uh, because we were shooting in uh, chronological order. Well, that's you know, the first day you stop cutting your hair, you stop shaving, you let your nails grow. Uh, you jump on uh, a thing that has a rhythm of its own. So it's very, there was really no need to chart a performance or a specific moment. It really, uh, the house told us what to do. The day told us what to do. The length of my beard told us what to do. We didn't make those kind of decisions because mm. we had the luxury of really taking it step, react, step, react, step, react. It was a beautiful way to work. It wouldn't work for all films, but for this one, it was a, a perfect and practical approach because the degradation of the house uh, there was no going back once we started to uh, wreck it. <laughs> Vasilis, you, you have a, a, a history in documentary filmmaking, correct? Um, yeah, I've done one documentary. Uh, I, I won't say history. Okay. <laughs> uh, what, what from that experience, what skill set did you bring from that experience to feature filmmaking? I think... Um, should, I mean, as William said, shooting chronologically, chronologically. it's very mm -hmm. close to shooting a documentary. And also, for me, I love observing. And the, what I really wanted to do is to create the, 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 the environment for Willem to, uh, the, the correct environment for Willem to, to flourish, to, to, and also to, to, to be able to observe through my camera his reactions and, uh, and, you know, bring you know, bring more to the to the script that we had, and this is what what happened to us is that we tried so many different things that that were beyond the script, uh, and uh, we had so many ideas, so many new reactions, and so many uh, new things that at the end of the day, I think at thirty percent in the film, maybe forty, is the things that we shot uh, outside the script. That was uh, amazing. Leonardo, as, as Nemo's situation gets more desperate, he begins to make art himself. Um, how involved were, th were you in that art making? I was not directly involved, although uh, this, um, this idea was there since the beginning, uh, in the sense that um, the, the moment in which Nemo starts making art is really somehow the, the closing of the circle on the idea that art is something that we have is part of us as humans since uh, since history, since the, the you know since fifty thousand years we're drawing on surfaces in caves uh, and now into surfaces in museums. So I mean that really is the moment when when art expresses its its uh, its uh, fundamental uh, role in our in our lives. I think Willem, last time you were on the show, it was when you were playing Van Gogh. Uh, yeah, okay. I think I think that was it. Um, okay. Do you have a favorite artist? I don't. I don't. Who, well, I'm, I'm not so good with favorites. <laughs> ah, or an artist who you admire. Maybe favorites too hard to close the word. Oh God, that's even tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Vasilis, how about Vasilis? How about you? Do you have an artist who has had some meaning in your life, or that you really enjoy their work? I, I would say that the first time that I got in tears looking at um, uh, artwork was uh, an artwork by Amadeo Modigliani. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know how this happened. I was just uh, 18 years old in a museum in London and uh, 
first time I've seen uh, saw a picture, uh, an artwork from Amodigliani so close. And um, I don't know, I reacted like this. But I really uh, admire uh, Francis Bacon's mm -hmm. uh, work. Of, uh, there's something that does in my soul. I find it very, very powerful. Uh, but... You know, as Willem say, I don't think in art you can have a favorite or it doesn't work like this. It works. There are so many artworks can bring different emotions to you. Leonardo, is there an artist, you know, we have, we're in New York City, we have access to some of the greatest museums in the world. Is there, and galleries, is there uh, an artist or a several young artists that you would love our audience to know a little bit about? Yeah, I think I think many of those artists are actually I had the privilege to invite them for the collection of the film. So there are some artists that are now represented by galleries in uh, in New York. Uh, for example, Petri Talilai who's represented by Kuri Manzuto or Maxwell Alexander, who just had a fantastic show at The Shed, which is mm -hmm. this beautiful painting that is part of the living room. Uh, David Horvitz, who's based in uh, in Los Angeles, and uh, you know, of course, Maurizio Cattelan, who doesn't need introductions, and he's uh, represented by Perrotin and Marian Goodman in uh, in uh, in New York. So there, I, I as well, I would have answered the the same in the same way that Willem and Vasilis answered. I, I think art is. Uh, able and artists especially are, gave, are able to uh, you know to to give you incredible experiences and it's those experiences that you treasure being them uh, you know the experience of their work or their experience of their company and incredible conversation and uh, we could stay here for hours to list them all that would be okay but I know we all have things to do. <laughs> the name of the film is Inside. It is in theaters on March 17th. My guests have been Willem Dafoe, Vasilis Katsupas, and Leonardo Bigazzi. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com slash WNYC and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com slash WNYC and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off.